This episode of the OrthoBullets podcast will go over the topic of the femur anteromedial approach from the approaches section on orthobullets.com. So as a quick introduction, indications for the anteromedial approach to the femur include open reduction and internal fixation of distal femur fractures, particularly fractures with intraarticular extension that require a medial plate, ORIF of femoral shaft fractures, which are limited to the distal two-thirds of the femur by the presence of the femoral neurovascular bundle. Other indications include treatment of chronic osteomyelitis, biopsy and treatment of bone tumors of the femur, and quadriceps plasty. Now let's talk about the surgical planes. Remember that for the anteromedial approach to the femur, there is no true internervous plane. However, the intermuscular plane is between the rectus femoris, innervated by the femoral nerve, and the vastus medialis, also innervated by the femoral nerve. Remember that innervation is proximal, allowing for safe exposure distally. So again, the intermuscular plane for the anteromedial approach to the femur is between the rectus femoris, innervated by the femoral nerve, and the vastus medialis, also innervated by the femoral nerve. In terms of preparation for the anteromedial approach to the femur, anesthesia is dictated by the type of procedure. However, most cases involving the anteromedial approach will require a general anesthetic. As far as positioning, this approach is typically done supine on a radiolucent table for fracture fixation. Make sure to prepare and drape the affected extremity so that it can be moved freely. Consider a bump under the contralateral hip to facilitate access to the medial femur. Finally, with respect to a tourniquet, elevate if needed for visualization and also use a sterile tourniquet so as to not limit proximal extension of draping or exposure. Now let's talk about the approach. Starting with the incision, a 10 to 15 centimeter longitudinal incision is centered over the interval between the rectus femoris and the vastus medialis. The vastus may be atrophied in patients with knee pathology, making identification difficult. Keep in mind that you can extend distally along the medial aspect of the patella if exposure of the knee joint is required. Moving on to the superficial dissection, you will incise the deep fascia and incise in line with the skin incision. Moving on to the deep dissection, First, you will open the knee joint capsule. Begin distally by opening the knee joint capsule via the medial retinaculum. Then you will split the quadriceps tendon proximally, leaving a cuff of tendon attached to the vastus to allow for later repair. Then you will develop the interval between the vastus medialis and the rectus femoris. Identify and split the vastus intermedius proximally and make sure to split the vastus intermedius in line to expose the femur. Finally, incise the periosteum longitudinally and elevate as needed for exposure. Now, let's end this review session talking about some dangers of the anteromedial approach to the femur. The structures to keep in mind include the medial superior geniculate artery and the vastus medialis. The medial superior geniculate artery crosses the field just above the knee joint. In terms of the vastus medialis, distal fibers insert directly on the medial border of the patella. Remember, this can be disrupted during exposure. Finally, keep in mind that meticulous closure is important to prevent lateral patella subluxation. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one quick question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. Hunter's Canal is bordered by what two muscular compartments? And the choices are one, anterior and lateral compartments of the leg, two, lateral and posterior compartments of the leg, three, anterior and medial compartments of the thigh, four, medial and posterior compartments of the thigh, and five, anterior and posterior compartments of the forearm.
The correct answer to this question is three, anterior and medial compartments of the thigh. So Hunter's canal is also known as the adductor canal, which runs behind the sartorius muscle. It is located between the anterior and medial thigh compartments. The femoral artery and vein pass through the canal en route to the space posterior to the knee, which is the popliteal fossa. Also found in Hunter's canal are the saphenous nerve and the nerve to the vastus medialis, both branches of the femoral nerve. That's all for this review about the anteromedial approach to the femur. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the OrthoBullets podcast, a daily audio review session by OrthoBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for orthopedic surgery education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on orthobullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the OrthoBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from the OrthoBullets podcast so far, please consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks so much, and we'll see you all tomorrow.